Here we are live. We're live. It's a live show. Holy shit. We're on. We're on the air. It's been a mile. It's been a, been a, a, a mile. No, a mile. I was going to say minute and then while, so it's been a mile. It's, it's been a mile. It's been a minute. It's been a mile. Hey, everybody. How are you? Jeff Gelman, a solid canine training. You got some schmutz on your shirt. Well, I know. I just had, I just wolfed on a quick dinner because I had I had online um, uh, consults up until like the last minute here. Um, I hope everyone's doing fantastic. My name is Jeff Gelman, a solid canine training. This is the lovely Joelle. This is the What Would Jeff Do show. It is a Q&A show. It is based around problems that people are having with their dog, people with behavioral problems, how to fix them. They ask a question, Joelle reads them, I answer them. We also have a fantastic seminar series that we just finished up in New Jersey and life changing. That was a good one. That was a really I'm good one. To upload all that content today, man. It's taking forever. But did you get you started though, right? Mm -hmm. You 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 got some you captured some amazing stuff. Mm -hmm. Life changing stuff. Dogs going from like high level aggression to literally almost spooning and great results, empowering human beings to have better skill set. I think that's the magic of what we got it right there. Okay, sorry about that. Yep, we know, we know, we went silent. Um, and just some incredible stuff happened. Mm -hmm. I think on that, and then we have a training center, full training center here where we rehab dogs. There's a couple of things that I think we need to proceed this with, um, is people have to understand that we are primarily in the business of solving unwanted behavior problems with dogs. Yeah. We fix unwanted behavior problems. You're going to hear us use the word punishment a lot. Punishment is not abuse. Punishment is the opposite of, uh, a reward. By the way, we train, we are, we clicker train dogs. We reward based train dogs to do obedience. But what we also do and what we specialize in and what very little people specialize in is stopping unwanted behaviors. So we will be using the word punishment a lot. In order to stop an unwanted behavior, you need to apply a punisher. You need to apply an inhibitor. It's called fact. You might not feel that way, but facts don't care about your feelings. These are facts. It's factual. I don't just say so. Everybody says so, except for some people that write things that lie. All right. So knowing that, you're going to hear how to stop things. This is the week of hate. Boy, is it coming down like cats and dogs. Yeah. And guess what? I laugh. I laugh. It has been a very laughable week for me. Not because we're hurting dogs, because of the pure stupidity of the snowflakes out there. I don't know. I never knew what a dumb snowflake looked like until this week. So on that note, let's go right into the show. All right. Start with Portland. a couple questions about Portland. Yeah. yeah. Connecting with canines. I'm hoping Portland seminar will be canceled since our mayor is changing our status to extreme this Friday. Wow. I'm so over this. So maybe um, a little bit of suggestion. Not that I am a... Um, a candidate for election at all. I do have enough skeletons in my closet. Actually, they're actually out of my closet to actually probably become a mayoral candidate. I can probably come to the president of the United States with all the baggage perfect that I've got. Exactly. I'm perfect for politics. I think this is the thing. Number one, it is actually not in Portland. We moved it actually outside of Portland. It is actually in another state. It is 20 minutes north of Portland. It is actually not even in Oregon. We put it in Portland because it was originally in Portland, but the facility that it's in, we have outgrown by four times, by four times. So we're going to be in an extremely large facility. And um, so it's not going to be actually in Portland. So, but maybe they, what they should stop is having all those peaceful protests in Portland, and maybe they wouldn't have such a problem. Not that I know anything about what I'm talking about, but that's just my out-of-state viewpoint you know, on that. It's just an idea. Next. Denise, yes. Can you please confirm the Portland seminar? As of right now, yes. But things do change minute to minute. But my flight is booked. Is it? Yeah. Our flight is booked. Mm -hmm. It's booked. Rental car, flight, Airbnb, booked. Um, almost everything is non-refundable. Mm -hmm. So we're spending a lot of money to get out there. I'm hoping it's going to go on. Next. Kathy B. Hey, everyone. Hey, Kathy. Next. Kathy B. Say hi to Kathy. Kat, I am so sick and tired of saying hi to Kathy. 
She is on every one of my podcasts. I am Kathy'd out. Kathy, I actually do love you. Thank you for being here. It was great seeing you on last night's Zoom. You're awesome. Next. Denise said, Governor Brown says she'll reevaluate each county weekly, but not sure what that means. Um, what that means is she most likely doesn't have a clue. Next. Two weeks. <laughs> right. Um, Melissa said, good evening. Happy Wednesday. Everybody. Hey, Melissa, Melissa. How are you? Charles says, hey. Hey, Charles. Jamie, hi, it's parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> is that the name you gave her? Uh, no, no, that is not the name I gave her at all. <laughs> that is a self, what is it called? Self-professed? I think so. It's when yeah. you name yourself? Yeah. No, 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 that is self-professed. Walking is going great. Otto says, working on stepping away and moving around with him sitting in place, adding down next, getting myself over the e-collar oopsie. Thanks for New Jersey. Oh, please. You did great. You are yeah. a true trooper. True um, trooper. Melissa posted the link to Jeff Gelman seminars. Awesome. Jamie said, ooh, New Jersey, there was a Tasmanian devil that Jeff was sitting and petting after maybe a total of 30 minutes work. Amazing to see. Thanks. I think it might have been less than 30 minutes, actually. It might have been less than 30 minutes. I wouldn't have just been yapping away the whole time. It probably would have been less than 30 minutes. By the way, we do this show. We try to do this show every Wednesday, usually at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We travel a lot for work, so sometimes we can't. There's a time zone difference or there's an internet connection. But for everybody listening to the show live, thank you so much. If you're watching the replay, thank you so much. This eventually will be put up onto YouTube permanently. And if you're listening to any one of the 20 podcast channels that we're on, thank you so much. Next. Patrick, good evening. You guys are awesome. Patrick, Patrick. thanks for being faithful, always sticking with us. And we love you, buddy. Tanya. What is the first thing I should do when I bring my new puppy home? I've heard that I should bring a t-shirt and rub it on the mother to help the new puppy. That's a bunch of bullshit. So Tanya, what I, what first thing you should do is this, the minute you grab that puppy, you're training that puppy. So structure, lots and lots of structure, kennel drills and train it with its daily food. So we do all food training. So you're training all the commands with food. So do lots and lots of drills massive amounts of structure, have your day planned out, have your potty routine planned out, make an Excel spreadsheet for your potty routine, crate train that dog before you obviously house train, house break that dog. Everything is a routine. Work on your sits, your downs, place, tons of recall, all with the dog's daily kibble. Next. Stephanie, I'd like to get a slip lead for my small poodle mix, 10 pounds. Are all slip leads the same width or should I find a thinner one for a small dog? Good question. No, they make slip leads. They make some flat ones. They make some round ones. I like the British ones, which have the little slider down there. So actually the dog can't get out of them. Mm -hmm. And they do make them in different girths. Next. Robert. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, Robert. How are you, buddy? Ben, hi Jeff. I have a four-month-old Labrador that countersurfs. How would you correct her for this, please? Thank so, four-month-old, sixteen weeks old. I believe it or not, countersurfing. I would probably catch the dog in the act and give a very firm leash pop with a leash and a collar. But I prefer to use a remote collar for that protocol. Is sixteen-week-old you can? But right now, my big question is: Why is the dog out of your eyesight? I'm not being snarky or accusational, but why is the dog being out of your eyesight that it's a lot of countersurf? Think about that. No free roaming for right now. You can also bonk the dog. Next. Karina, Joelle, your makeup and skin looks super good. Let me see. Thank you. Oh, wow. I don't wear makeup at all, so yeah. I really appreciate that. Joelle does not wear makeup. It's funny because whenever we see an old, I know. An old I show, so I'm looking at you and I'm like, I can't what's, believe I took the time to put makeup on. It's like, on what's different? But it was minimal too. Yeah. But it's, you still look so different. Right now, you absolutely look more natural, more stunning. And your skin looks much better. Thanks. Yeah, definitely. Curology. Next. Brittany, I have a fence reactive dog. We do an e-collar. He has done great and made strides. If I'm outside, he understands to come and sit and lower any arousal. Sit and no eye contact with whatever is setting him off. We started with a high correction. Wait, we are now where we can low stim him and he comes and sits. Oh, good. Is it unrealistic to expect the behavior to stop altogether? No. If I'm not outside watching him, he'll still run at the fence and get worked up until okay. I walk outside. So, so Brittany, the mistake you're making is you're walking outside. Stop. You're make, you're, they're make, you're, the mistake you're making is you're walking outside. Correct the dog from inside with a remote collar. High level. Make it suck. Next. Nora, love you guys. All your content rocks. Golden Retriever, two years old, reactive to dogs on leash mm, rocks. Yep. 
Also over aroused on walks, wants to chase geese, yep. leaves, etc. Prong was useless now on an e collar. He can I can see he still wants to react as I walk by dogs, so I stim him prior to loading. I stim him on a high number to show I mean business, correct to do this. Nora, let me ask you a question. Is it working? Right? Is it working? If it's working, it's done correct. Suggestion, no. Correct the dog before you even walk out of the house. Do your driveway drills. I've got a video on driveway drills. Next. X Mazing said, hello, Jeff. Um, who what what is the name? Oh, X Mazing. Oh, X Mazing, you're new. X Mazing, how are you? Jesse, hi Jeff and Joel. Jeff, thank you for responding to me on Facebook. Love your videos, bro. Truly life-saving shit. Jesse, my pleasure. I try to respond to as many questions as possible. Some of them I can't. I'm doing it like with these freaking thumbs, which is like typo city. I have to go through every question. It's pretty bad. I gotta go through every answer twice. Next. It's pretty bad. Laura, hey from Austin. Love Ooh, you guys. we love Austin. Hey, Austin. We'll be out in Austin in November, December. Next. Denise, thank you for the Portland update. Can't wait. I was hoping you were moving it across the bridge into the other state. Yep. Why join YouTube? I'm not coming to the Portland seminar, but pretty sure you guys are coming close to my home. I'm about 20 miles north of the airport. I hope you enjoy your visit here. Yeah, I think so. We're going to be going, we're about 20 miles north of actually Portland Center. Um, so, but we, we do land in Portland Airport. Next. Sheila said hello. Oh, hey, Sheila. How are you? David Smith. Hey, guys. Hey, David. How are you there? Michelle, 18-month-old, deaf Doberman, trained beautifully, but whines constantly no matter what the owner does. So it sounds like it's a client's dog. Dobermans, not to stereotype them about their whining and their teeth chattering, but we got an issue here. Remote collar. What level? The right level. The right level. A lot of people will be like, maybe the dog needs something. Yeah, it needs to learn how to shut up. Next. Kathy B, after having a not-so-bright one in for training, I have a super smart one. I learn from both, but smart ones are more fun. Kathy, it's all good. It's all good. Next. Um, Shanine, a puppy who growls when resource guarding bones and toys, can that be corrected or just managed? It could be 100% eliminated. Eliminated. Gone. Never to appear again. And you don't know need to, and you, by suppressing the behavior, that doesn't mean that you're going to turn the dog into a loaded gun, like the videos and social media tell you. You absolutely can eliminate it. It takes about two seconds to do. I've got free videos on that. I talk about it all the time. Next. Um, Chris, hi, J&J. Thanks for the session today. Do you ever use the vibrate on the e-collar? Why or why not? Seems like it could be a good interrupter. So Chris, awesome. I put up the video that you sent me. I'm super proud of you. Um, Chris is one of my one-on-one -on -one clients who's rocking it. Mm. And, um, it all like, I'm telling you, it's not just the dog. It's not just the trainer. It's also the client. Client's a huge factor. Who's handling that clients. damn leash? Yeah. Mostly 24 seven. We don't use vibrates. That does not mean you cannot use vibrates. But we always tell people don't just train and vibrate because dogs in drive usually blow through it. Also, if you're using vibrate because it sounds nicer than shock, I've seen dogs piss themselves and run and go into intense fear on vibrates. So is it better for the dog? Next. Melanie, at what point do you determine a dog needs a boarding train rather than going with private lessons, home visits? Level of expectation of the owner. We personally don't do aggression um, on a one-on-one. -on -one. Massive, sep massive, not just separation anxiety, but, right. but massive anxiety, fear. It's hard to do for an hour a week. Yeah. We need to role play a lot of stuff. It also depends on what you want. It also depends on what you want. Massive um, leash reactivity. Sure. We stop it, but put it this way this weekend, every single dog, almost at all my, I've done almost 200 of these seminars. Um, by the way, people come to my seminars voluntarily and they know exactly what tools, techniques, and philosophy I use. It's really, really interesting when we post up all these photos. Um, there's all these people are like, Oh my God, they were literally like contact in a private message. Oh my God. Do you know what Jeff, this is the stupid, this is when I realized how, how stupid trolls are. We put up the group shot. We put up the group shot of the people at the seminar. This is after the seminar. Mm -hmm. 
we just had a wonderful weekend. Like, read the narrative. Yeah. People have been going troll crazy on us this week, which is fine. It's like, thanks for the traction, helps with the algorithms. It's all fine. Just, you know, threaten me. I really don't give a shit. So people will DM. Now they're DMing the attendees. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Do you know what he does? That's why they're there. Um, they were there. It's at the end of the seminar. They bought a ticket to the seminar because of what I do. Yeah. Not exactly the most brilliant people in the world. I don't think anybody goes to your seminars and is like surprised. <laughs> no. No, they're not. That way. Because why? Because we're so goddamn transparent. Next. Um, David Smith. So the new Herm Springer collar shipping are 3.2 millimeter. Oh, really? Instead of three. Really? Really? I'm not happy. The two millimeter makes a difference. The point two millimeter makes a difference. I'm not going to call Herm. They won't talk to me. No. All of ours seem normal. Where are you getting your? We stuff? have not gotten a shipment of. We just got a shipment in of the two two fives. We've gotten a lot of two two fives though. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't gotten a three millimeter shipment in because we buy them by the hundreds. Yeah. Next. Heather, what do we do about our one year old Aussie that air snaps mm. sometimes when kids come up to him? He's unpredictable, and so are kids. He does wear any collar. Okay. Muzzle on, correct. But you got to do some human training too. There are some dogs. We do a yes, no protocol. It involves a clicker and food and a remote collar. Have the kid walk up, no, no snapping, click reward. Kid go up, put their hand out, no snapping, click reward. If there's any snapping, say no and you correct. The social media will tell you that will make the dog more afraid of kids. No, it won't. Dog snapped. You said no. Then you applied a punisher. Dogs are pretty smart. Next. Denise, puppy fear stage. If he wants to bolt from something that makes him so fearful, he will not take a treat. Mm -hmm. If I let him go away from what's scary, that will reinforce Correct. Bolting. If I hold him still, that's not building trust and I cannot correct fear away. What's the best option? Big, loud garbage trucks are huge triggers. Okay, Denise, you've been doing a lot of reading and research, and that's where you came up with some of your answers, or it's just instinctual in you, and you're a very, very smart person. But I have to make one small correction to your narrative, which, by the way, is well-worded and well-laid out. Most dogs in a fear and anxiety stage will not take food. That's why food fails a lot with fearful, anxious dogs. So all you've got left is compulsion, which is leaf pressure. What I'm going to correct you on is that it says it does not build trust. I want you to know that it absolutely positively builds trust and the relationship with the dog by literally preventing a dog from bolting and forcing the dog to deal with their fears. Why? We do it all the time and we see incredible relationships built from that. Our social media audience also does it. They do the same thing. They see incredible relationships with their dogs as well. We make it uncomfortable to flee. We use a remote collar. The safest spot is by us. The dogs feel more, more, more confident because of that. You're not correcting the fear. You're correcting the act of bolting. It does build trust. Next. Um, let's post the link to your Patreon channel. Yeah, join our Patreon channel for all the people on our, our, our uh, podcast. That's patreon.com slash solid canine training. For $10 a month, you will see exclusive content as well as early releases of YouTube videos. Next. David said, <coughs> I'm telling clients to order 225 more often. Awesome. Jesse said, you're doing great with those thumbs. Springfield, Illinois. Cool. Awesome. Tona, love you guys. Our seven-month-old German Shepherd mouths everyone. Always affectionate, never aggressive. How do I get her to stop putting her mouth on everyone? A bonker. If you know what a bonker is, just jump on, just social, jump me on, social. Jump on social media this week. Oh, my God. Me bonking a dog is um, is uh, all over, all over the place. So, yeah, it's two years old. People are a little bit late to the party. They read it. It goes in cycles, that video. It really does. I think in like six-month cycles, you know? So I think, is that always flashing? What? This light here. Yeah. Does it always flash or is it supposed to be solid? I don't know. It's working, right? Everyone can hear us. That's because it's on my MacBook Pro. Oh.
So right. now, now it's lighting up. But if you go to the, the Yeti, yeah, hold not. on one second, guys. I just just click to, on. Okay, just, try it now. Now connect to the Yeti. Yep. I just want to try something. You know what? I got to plug it in there. I plugged it in there. No, I, I clicked the button. I know you did, but then I plugged it in too. It might have something. To... Testing, testing. Okay, test, test, now test. it's picking now up. Now it's working. Yep. Bingo. All right. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We didn't have sound. We have. We had sound. We had sound. But it was right. through your computer. Right, exactly. So. Okay. Um, Mouthy, seven month old. Yeah, so no and bonk. Next. Amber, my 16 week old golden uh, doodle still urinates in her kennel. Uh, I've never had a dog. So this. Do this at this age. I'm at a loss. Oh, oh my God. I'd, ra I'd rather have your dog be biting. Yeah. Okay. So. That's the tough one. This is a hard one. It's a hard one. And it's a doodle dog, too. Mm -hmm. It's a doodle dog, too. We've seen this a lot, unfortunately. Yeah. So, this is what I want you to do. Excel spreadsheet. doesn't have to be Excel. Spreadsheet. Days of the week. Time of day. Whatever axes those are. The X or the Ys. Okay. I want you to start logging every time you take the dog out, every time you bring the dog in, your successes and your mistakes. Take the water away two to three hours before bedtime. Go to the exact same pee spot. Make sure the dog drains fully, just doesn't do a squirt. Drains fully. Eliminates. Fully empties their bladder. Um, and then um, no excitement at all. Go back in the kennel twice before bedtime, five minutes apart as well. Next. Brittany, also thank you. We had a foster who had returned, who got returned during her adoption trial for being bitchy toward other dogs when they came near her food. She mastered the out command and her new family currently uses it and it's going great. Thank you. Right. But the, new, the other family could have just also kenneled up the dog too when she was eating. Next. Next. Sorry. Hoku, what do you do if you're in a structured walk and your dog keeps looking behind her but doesn't stop walking? That's a good question. I'd correct that. Just a little bit of a leash pop. Just a little bit of a leash pop. Yeah. You know, sometimes there's like something better back there, but it's like, nah, everything good's right here. Mm, hustle, soul, desire. Hey, you haven't been on in forever. Wow. Hey, guys, question. How come it's only male dogs I see being used for personal protection? Just wondering since I have a female Roddy and want to get her into it. You know, that's a good question. I Historically... They use a male dog because historically sometimes it's bigger, but that doesn't mean it doesn't have as much strength. Um, you'd have to probably talk to a protection person on that. Mm. But there's no reason why your female dog can't do protection work. You're doing it as a sport. Mm -hmm. I think it's a great sport to get into. Next. Amanda, hi, Jane. Jay, hope all is well with you guys. When your dog is on NCS, do you still prime them before the session? Thank you so much. Once the dog's on NCS, like you're just asking them to do the command. And then if they don't, you just go to. So, no, yeah. you don't really prime. At that point, they know it like right. 100%. Right. Um, so then it's just remote for non compliance. Yeah. Yeah. Not a correction, though. You're still on like working levels. Okay. So, priming, who asked that question? Um, Amanda. Amanda. So, Amanda, priming sets you up for CS so there's no confusion. Because you're not using words with CS. Right, right. With NCS, you are using the word. Right. You're telling them to do the right. command. If they don't, then they right. feel the same. And if people don't know what we're talking about, if you join our Patreon page, we fully explain how we remote cow train. It actually takes longer to remote cow train than clicker train, believe it or not. If there's a priming stage, a CS stage, which is continuous stim, an NCS stage, which is a non-compliance stim, and then finally the correction stage. It takes hundreds of reps, lots of work, you can pair it with food, pair it with leash pressure. You still have to understand learning theory in dogs, and then you have to be able to troubleshoot a lot. Then you also have to do the NCS stage in multiple surroundings, multiple environmentals. There's actually a lot of work that goes into it. Next. Wild Hunt, what is a good age to put a leash on a pup? Um, the minute you bring them home. Anything, even the slip lead, you want them to feel some sort of pressure on their neck. Next. Um. Next. How do I say this name? Um, they're from they're, they're, they're Dutch from Holland. So they're Dutch Yink Yink Yink. That's what I was thinking. The J is a Y, right? Yes, used historically. I just followed you since a week. I'm from Holland. Used the bonker with barking at the doorbell. Worked very nice. Is this working the same with fireworks? Last New Year, our dog went crazy barking every sound of firework. Can I practice on firework on tape with the bonker? So yeah, so yeah, you know, absolutely practice. So this is the thing. 
There's only one way to find out, Yink. Right? Try. Try. Next. Amanda, you guys have the most comprehensive e-collar training protocol, and your couch conversations with Brittany were extremely helpful. Good. I'm glad they were helpful. Wait until... I don't know when we're going to be doing this, but we're coming up with a new format for Joelle and I. So if anybody follows Dave Rubin or any or or Tom Bilyeu or any other you know talk show host, Joelle and I are going to be coming up with our own little talk show format with each other, just discussing learning theory, common issues, what um, owners how they can be more successful, um, misunderstood concepts. Um, um, all kinds of different, all kinds of different things. So yeah. we're really, really excited about that. Um, we're still at the beginning. We're, we're put it this way: we're at the planning stages of it. Next, mm, Armando, how do I lower my dog's energy before walks? He gets too excited. B believe it or not, bonk. So bonking is for over arousal. It's for over arousal. That's what you're doing. No, and then you bonk. Next, Carrie, I have a three-month-old puppy. Carrie, congratulations! Oh, so hold on, there's more. Oh. It's like three down now. That oh. won't pee when asked inside the house, but will outside. That won't pee when asked inside the house. You don't want it to pee inside. Why would you want it to pee in the house? You don't want it to pee inside the house. Maybe she's um. Oh, I don't know how potty, to like. I don't know how to. Pad? I don't know how to do um puppy pad training. I don't know. I, I actually, I actually can't help you with that. Oh, yep. I use pee pads. Yeah. it's all broken up. Yo, yeah, I can't use that. I mean, I don't know. Put the pee pads outside. Get the dog used to peeing on pee pads outside. You know, I'd go on to YouTube and find out. Mary, yeah. five-year-old cocker, very timid. Any suggestions? Yes. Okay. So more exposure to environmentals under control. Lots of obedience training. Hold the dog, account dog accountable. Watch your affection. It's possible that you're reinforcing the timidness by trying to soothe out the dog's fear with physical touch and a soft voice. It's possible. I've just seen that thousands of times. So it's possible you might be doing that as well. So you want to stop doing that. Next. Ashley. Hey guys, hope you're well. Glad to catch the show. Keep on keeping on. Rock it on. I, Ashley, hey, Ashley, I missed you in the Zoom room this week. Next. She's busy. Yeah. Carrie, that won't Oh, already read that alpaca stuff. I saw the YouTube drama video. We bonked our Pyrenees yesterday and he was calm and relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. So people, people aren't familiar what it is. We made, we, we had a seminar in Las Vegas almost two years ago and a great Pyrenees, which is, was this dog was a 135 pound dog was owned by a woman in a wheelchair and it's her official service dog. And it is an actual real service dog, not a fake service dog. It has impeccable public access training. It has impeccable obedience training. But all of a sudden, one day, just like a lot of dogs, all of a sudden become afraid of something. It started becoming leash reactive to other dogs. It's lived years without being leash reactive. And one day, it started becoming leash reactive. Because of the dog's leash reactivity, it was pulling her out of her wheelchair onto her face, injuring the human being. This person came specifically to the Las Vegas seminar for one reason and one reason only, for ha to have me stop that behavior. If anybody ever took the time to watch the full video, by the way, I'm not defending myself at all. I bonk all day long. I correct dogs high all day long. I, that, that's what we do. I show all of my work and I'm proud of it. So we set the dog up. We had two dogs walk in front of it and the dog lunged at those two dogs as seen in the actual video. So we had her hold onto the leash. We had the two dogs walk in front of her. The dog, the dog started to load. If you don't know what loading is, you should probably look it up. When the dog was loading, we had the owner say no. When the owner said no, the dog stopped loading and looked up at her. Is anybody that does any behavior modification to any half-assed to extremely well level knows that whenever you say no at the beginning of rehab, it must be followed up with a consequence. That consequence was a bonker. This woman at the time was holding onto her dog with one hand and a cane with the other hand. 
I came from behind and I bonked the dog. The edited video appears that I'm bonking a dog doing nothing, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Why would I ever do that? Why? Why would an owner ever let me do that? Why? So, end of the story. By the way, within two to three minutes, the dog stopped the unwanted behavior and was safely around other dogs at that seminar on videotape documentation. Now, unfortunately, people are too lazy to do the research and they go by sound bites. And because of that, this video circulates again. And then again, here we are with two weeks of massive amounts of death threats, hate, and that's fine. Guys, if that's what you want to do with your time, you go right ahead. I just want you to know, for all the folks out there that are sending me stuff, I love you. I care about you. I am not religious, so I don't pray for you, but I do have empathy for you. And it's on you. I'm really cool. I'm doing okay. Next. Lisa, is your monthly leash reactivity seminar appropriate for a dog that isn't aggressive, but more so overly excited around other dogs? Lisa, great question, Lisa. Leash reactivity is leash reactivity is leash reactivity, right? Your happy-go-lucky can drag you down, right? <clears throat> we'll fix it for you. Next. Danielle, how do I get my dog to stop stealing shoes, socks, laundry? Also jumps on the counter to be nosy, and I'm sure he's only moments away from stealing stuff on the counter as well. Remote collar, you set it up with a video camera, you make it suck. That's standard operating procedure, which almost every single protocol we do is SOP, standard operating procedure. What do you do? Put food up on the counter. We demonstrated it this weekend at the seminar. Put food up on the counter. We, were, we didn't hide because we're in a room full of people, but you hide. Look through a video camera, look through a window, wait until the dog goes to get it, wait until it goes up on the counter. Make the act of going up on the counter extremely uncomfortable. Socks on the ground, toys on the ground, do the exact same thing. A lot of people will say, just tell the dog to leave it. No, it's not about the leave it command. Dogs tend to counter surf and steal stuff a lot of times when owners are not around. Next. Melanie, how do you stop a dog from walking while pooping? How do you stop a dog from walking? Yeah, probably when they poop and like they're circling around and they're just like pooping everywhere, you know? Put them on a leash and stand still. I mean, I don't mind if a dog is circling and pooping, but if they're like... But they like walk and they poop and then they walk oh, and they just poop. put them on a leash and hold them. One of my older dogs does that. It's like, could you stand in one place, please? I know. We have a couple dogs that do and that it's like, too. And here I am on There's my... There's like shit everywhere. Here I am bent over <laughs> like, like, like with, my, with my blue bag, like following them around. And I'm like, you done yet? And then there's always like one little nugget they got to squeeze out at the end. Mm -hmm. Always, always one at the end. Next. Travis, how significant is it if an eight-month-old has already bitten two humans and broke skin? One bite was to the owner. Um, significant. Um, it's, uh, I mean, I see it all the time. That's my world. I would actually get some professional help for it. Absolutely, 100%, because that's not good. It's only going to get worse. The dog's only eight months old. It's not even gone into its ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th month. So I would start teaching this dog that that behavior is absolutely unnecessary to do. Um, but also then on a proactive side, that dog, what's the level of training that has? What's the level of um, training the owner has? What situation and what, what, how much structure is in that dog's life? Is that dog living a life of a free-for-all and just allowed to make all these bad decisions? So there's a lot of factors at play there. Next. Alexandria, how do you train adult dogs to do their business around the same area? Kids keep stepping in poop. So what I would do is number one is make your house a shoeless house. All shoes have to be removed outside of the house. Second of all, what I would do is I'd bring your dog out on a leash, bring them to a certain spot for potty. They go potty, click and reward. Next. I like how you think about the house etiquette. No shoes in the house, if, yep. especially if you got shit on them. Yep. Hustle, soul, desire. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you both. I appreciate you too. Jamie, hey there. J&J, &J, hope all is well. 
how do I get my dogs to stop selective listening as in he will listen to me pretty much with any command at any time, but not with other people in my household. Okay. So wait, other people in the household, that's what he doesn't listen or, or the other yeah, people in the household like, are telling him what to do. It sounds like he's not listening to the other people. He's okay. only listening so, to Jamie. Okay. So there's a couple of things you can do. Number one, you imply a punisher a correction for lack of compliance of a known behavior. But before that, though, you didn't create a robot, have those other people actually work the dog. Mm -hmm. If the other people are working the dog, teach your dog how do we do that this weekend. Again, we showed a dog that is a selective listener with a downstay. How many reps have you done? A couple hundred reps. Great. Down, dog didn't down, no, correct. The way you get a dog to solidify the command is through actually a correction for non-compliance. The way you get a dog to solidify the command around high levels of distraction is a correction for non-compliance. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to my Patreon channel. Thank oh, you. Oh, yes. So Joelle's Patreon channel, patreon.com slash Joelle Gifford, J-O-E-L-L-E-G-I-F-F-O-R-D. I said that for all the people listening to us on our podcast. Please join it. Massive amounts of personal growth, self-help physical fitness, and I hate to use the word diet, but eating healthy advice. Next. Um, Thomas, enjoy your chat and advice. Stay safe, Jeff, uh, Joelle and Jeff. We will, Thomas. Thank you, buddy. David, I send new clients to both your store and Ray. I talked to someone at Ray as far as they know. All the new callers in that size will be 3.2. They also took away the swivel D-ring and has a full one. Jeez. Why? Time for somebody to start getting into the Prong cower business, if you ask me. Start making our own. So three millimeter is like, that's, that. we don't need anything more than a three millimeter, even for a 200 pound dog. Those things are huge. Yes. Jennifer, hi, Jeff and Joelle. I have a two-year-old female, female cocker who works with me. Mm. I work in dog training. Nice. She's very obedient and has been socialized. She enjoyed playing with many dogs, including a huge Great Dane. Now she has started getting crabby with puppies who excitedly ah, run toward her to yeah, play. Yes. I believe she's correcting the behavior, yep. but I'd like to see her more playful with other dogs. Any suggestions? Okay, so, so but Jennifer, though, hold on here. You, you, you nailed it right there, Jennifer. You nailed it. A lot of dogs do not like that puppy energy. They don't like it. It's like, get the F away from me, you little playful shits. It's like, they just don't like it. So yes, you're, the dog probably is correcting it. But is your dog, you know, is your dog, um, is your dog playful with lots of dogs? Just or just a great Dane. If you want your dog to be more playful, number one, keep in mind, some dogs actually are not playful with other dogs. Some dogs just want to be left alone. Mm -hmm. And then other dogs, and then other dogs are just um, lack of social skills, which is sort of the same thing. So but a lot of dogs don't like that puppy energy. So someone's got to correct the dogs, you or the dog. Next. Alpaca stuff, Great Pyrenees fully activated or no joke? A Great Pyrenees no. genetically with no training can easily kill a coyote. A yeah. client of ours, a friend of ours, I mean, I'm sorry. She breeds Pyrenees. She, uh, she sold, adopted, whatever transfer of ownership to someone down the street where they have a coyote problem. I think it's already killed nine of them. Yep. No training. It's natural. To kill. So kill. this soft cotton towel being thrown at a fully activated in drive Great Pyrenees at two other dogs. If anybody has a problem with that, number one, Stay out of the dog world and don't ever own a challenging dog. They are no joke whatsoever. They take down coyotes. Next. Jamie, a dog behaviorist posted a review video of that bonking video. Oh, that was nice. Then posts a video of how she would do whatever, but she doesn't have a single success video right. posted. So next. Unfortunately, I don't give much credibility to behaviorists. And if there's any good behaviors that actually work with dogs that don't medicate them and go through a 500 step process, the bottom line is this. I'd like to know step-by-step, step, first of all, does this behaviorist actually know what I was doing? Do they actually know what I was doing? 
I'd like to know how they stop dog aggression. Love it. Would love to know step-by-step step with video documentation on a minimum of 12 dogs, all documented. And then I'd like to make sure the owners can duplicate the success. Everybody's got a fucking opinion. Where's the video proof? Next. Kihau said, aloha. Aloha. Patrick, Jeff, speaking of Great Pyrenees, the one you helped me with via Skype completed its training package and is doing fantastic. Thank you for the help. Patrick, congratulations, buddy. Kimberly, what do you do to stop your dog from jumping back or acting scared when he hears a loud noise while walking? So, so what? first of all, what does your heel look like, the structured walk? What position is your dog in? What you can do is remember... Heel is not just to keep your dogs from pulling forward. It's to actually keep your dogs from forging backwards or actually going to the side or cutting in front of you. So with proper leash handling skills, you can prevent that. What do you do? Set it up. Next. Um, George, hey, Jeff, do you consider yourself to still be a student of dog training? And do you still get excited when you learn something new? 100%. Absolutely positively. Absolutely positively. We have got a very methodical way that we train dogs here. But we are always looking for creative solutions, mm -hmm. always. And I'm always learning something new. Any dog trainer that just says they know everything, it's like, everything? First of all, I'm a pet dog trainer. So that means my knowledge of like dog sports, agility, detection work, bite work, um, which is protection work, um, trick training. Um, I can go down the list of things that I've got no idea about. Stopping unwanted behaviors, absolutely. Pee stuff, I'm the wrong guy to talk to. Next. David said that would be funny at a <laughs> seminar. Quick, everyone hide. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. If people only- Put your bags over your head for a second. If, if, people, if people only knew how transparent these seminars were, how much fun people had at them, the tears of joy that were shed- the life-changing stories that people told, it is incredible. The lives that we give back to people because we help their dogs is incredible. Yeah. Next. Danielle, thank you so much. We have the mini educator. He's doing it when we are home. And then the chase is on once he's stolen an item. I'll practice this tonight again. Thanks so much. Come to Maine for a seminar soon. We need so you. So I'm actually going to be in Danielle. Listen, mm. I'm going to be in Vermont. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. I'll be in Vermont. But you can come to Providence, but you have to set it up. Anything your dog does, set it up to fail, to teach it what not to do. Next. Um, <clears throat> Kihau. Oh, my God. I saw you were on Q&A. Well, I'm like losing my voice. <clears throat> drink of water. I saw you were on the Q&A while I was in line to pick up my kid. I had to pull over after I got him to stop in and say hi. But got to get back on the road. Keep missing you guys. Anyway, love you both. Always inspiring me. You are who I watch on Facebook and YouTube. Not that I have now that I have no TV. So, Kiha, <clears throat> make the kid wait a little bit longer next time. <clears throat> okay, next. We'll be in Maui soon, Kiha. She's on Oahu, though. Oh, is she on Oahu? Yeah. Oh. Alexandria said, I have three dogs. Nice. Handful. Lots of structure. Lori, love you guys. Hey, love you too, Lori. David Smith, starting a five-month-old GSD rot mix. So nice to be contacted before there's a problem. Yes. Yes. Yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. Positively. And that's the thing. It's like, listen, <clears throat> if folks are going to keep getting dogs and for the first X amount of months, especially for the first year of not teaching them all their basic commands, of not building confidence in them, of not teaching them the, um, what is not acceptable, some, a minimum of one year, but some people for even two years. If you're not going to do that, be prepared that when you go to a good dog trainer that actually fixes problems, be prepared for some stuff that doesn't always look pretty. That's just the bottom line. Mm -hmm. All of our puppy stuff is all food and fun and high-pitched voices and lots of praise and affection, and it's all game-like. But when you bring us a dog that's capable of freaking ripping your face off 
and capable of dragging you down and capable of jumping on you and capable of a lot of unwanted behaviors and already practicing those unwanted behaviors, sorry, but everything's not going to look pretty if you want actual results. Mm-hmm. Next. Naomi, I took on an 11-week-old puppy and have been following all of your puppy advice. He's doing great. When nice. do you advise introducing prong and e-collar? I'd wait about three more weeks and layer it, not for corrections, but layer it over your current food marker protocols. Next. Um, Hoku. Shit, I just got bumped. Um, Hoku. My dog was attacked a few times uh, in our neighborhood, and my dog gets really nervous and anxious yeah. in certain areas know, of where she I was know. attacked. Yeah. How do I help her work it out and get past the fear she's using? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is like that is why I tell people to kick dogs that attack you, that are coming at you. Oh, my God. Jeff says to kick a dog. I'm like, so don't kick the dog and let your dog be attacked? Okay. That doesn't sound like a good idea to me. So what I want you to do is this. You flood the dog. Hunt down those areas. Guess what we're doing today? We're walking through. We're walking back. We're walking through. We're walking back. We're doing sits. We're doing downs. We're doing 180s. We're walking through. We're walking back. All right? We're not going to hide. Next. Jamie, just to make sure I understand correctly about my dog with selective listening, I need to have the other people in my household work with the dog. I'm the only one who walks them, train them, etc. He doesn't listen to them when they want him to go into a down or go into his kennel. But I say it once and it's usually done. J- Jamie, that's because you have a relationship with a dog. Mm-hmm. So you're, 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 you're past the point of like just like regular training. You're, you're moving into the spectrum because it's your dog of relationship-based training. And the dog doesn't, that's the relationship the dog has with you. You didn't create a robot, nor do I want you to create a robot. I mean, all these folks have to do is just do a couple of reps, just do a couple of reps. But you can get, to, I mean, whenever whenever I go out of town, like all the staff, they can handle my dogs. But but are they going to act as good as, it, as they are with me? No. One of my dogs growls and barks more at people coming in right? Your dog gets more play when you're out of town from the staff, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. so it's like, I think it also depends on the handler. Is it a strong handler or a weak handler? That doesn't mean male or female, physically strong or physically not strong. It means just like, do they do they exude authority? Next. Mm. Jennifer. I have a stable pack of four dogs. My brother's hyper 75-pound pup is coming to visit soon. My dogs will correct hyper dogs. Should I let them correct his dog? Any tips on how to introduce him to my pack? Um, make sure it's not a pack attack. Also, is does his dog fight back? I'd hate to have that dog not understand what it's like to be corrected. Personally, I'd rather do the correction. But if you've got fair correctors, meaning they won't overcorrect, and his dog understands how to be corrected, then yes, it could work out. A lot of variables there. Next. Pat, love your incredible stuff. Got a dog who flattens when you put a bark collar or e-collar on him. He's used to the prong. We live in the country, and he has country dog syndrome. An example, anyone who walks down our road easily 100 feet away, and he goes ballistic. Bonked him once, he flattened to the ground, jumped back up, and kept up the intense barking. Walks are not fun for him. Hyper alert. So what you need to do is you need to start figuring out ways to stop the over-arousal. That's the big issue. Your dog is over-aroused. So you most likely should be on a remote collar, which isn't helping for all your off-leash stuff anyway. You want to make sure you're starting with a, a teaching the dog what you want, correcting what you don't want. The bonker actually worked in the second. Make sure you're saying no beforehand. Sometimes it takes more than one bonk. Next. B-A-L. Thank you both. I have three old sweet greyhounds. Two are too old to walk mm. and go crazy when I try to take my third for a walk. Anything that can be done to calm them down when I take my boy for a walk? Yeah, bonk them. Seriously. It's like, this is the problem. It's like, so this is the this is this is the this is the thing. The question is, how do I stop my two dogs from going nuts? Mm-hmm. That's the question. How do I stop my two dogs from going nuts? You have to apply a punisher. What is that punisher? A bonker is going to be your most effective thing. 
next. Jamie, seriously, the seminars are a blast. Everyone do it. Where else can you do the George Jefferson walk next to Oh, Jeff that's himself? right. We have that on I video. I think I got it on video. That was great. She's got it down. Oh, she had it pegged. She's doing it better than you. Way better than me. <laughs> she's, she's, she's watching George Jefferson reruns. That's yeah, why. That was classic. I've been watching. You, know, you got to just put that, just that video up. Mm -hmm. Just I that. I got to find it. It's, yeah. Everything's being a bitch to upload right now. Is it really? Did you plug into the um Yeah, and it was slower than ever, I think, because you were doing like your online. Oh, yeah. I'm using some. Also, if if Jesse's upstairs playing video games, mm. it's sucking up uh, it's sucking up Wi-Fi there. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was plugged if, in. If you're though. plugged in, it should make it's a difference. It's still so slow. Yeah, it should make know. a difference. Yeah. Kihau, we are sitting at a park listening to you. LOL. We will make it home yeah. eventually. Plus, I got to pee. Yes, I'm on Oahu. Please come to this island. So, Kihau, just go behind a tree. Come on. Teach your kid right. Teach your kid how to properly piss in public. Come on. Next. Hoku said, thank you. You're welcome. Melissa, how do I keep my seven-month-old lab from chasing my cats? We just put a second crate in a common area and hopes he'll get used to seeing the cats That's around to be sensitized. He seems to be playful rather than malicious, but the cats are viewing the excitement as a threat. So, again, how do you stop an unwanted behavior? Through an applied punisher. What's the applied punisher? Bonker remote collar. Next. Hustle, soul, desire. Mostly walk my Roddy off leash and she's perfect. If she sees another dog, she does not react at all. Nice. But if I put her on leash, she reacts to them, sometimes barking or growling. Why is this? Why is this? Be be because it's the, the leash is a barrier. It's like being behind a fence. You're holding your dog back. The problem is once your dog gets past, once your dog gets past, the threshold of like being loose leash, they feel the tension that activates opposition reflex in them. They surge forward where that comes pulling and marking. Next. $10 from Travis stopping in for support. Higgins, our pug is doing amazing. Quick question. He still has two issues, jumping at faces, not biting, just jumping and licking. Should I bonk or no and stim both? Travis, thank you for the support. Hope you and your wonderful wife are doing great. <laughs> and try both. See what works. Next. David, hey, y'all. Big thanks to what you do. My dog groans like an old man when she's curled up and sleepy sometimes. Yes. But she more often growls and snarls whenever we touch her. You call her correction? So, David, let me ask you a question. Is this when she's curled up and sleeping? I always tell people to leave, leave their dogs alone. That, that's Now, does that fix the problem? No. So if you want to fix the problem say no and correct but i'm one of these let sleeping dogs lie mm -hmm. time to dies next hustle soul desires so thanks again jane J. you're welcome um danielle how old does your dog have to be to use a prong and e-collar depends on the size of the dog it's totally 14 weeks old but you're not using the collar to correct you're just using the dog to start feeling the the, the pressure of the collar and you're pairing it with food next Allie, appreciate y'all so much. I'm part of a great Pyrenees group on oh, Facebook. Oh, jeez. Everyone's always, got probably some bad advice. Always recommend that. your name and facility. Texas, great Pyrenees owner. Love the raw and real advice. It's so rare these days. Yep. So many snowflake, passive, and only positive praise training on social media these days. It's not only that. What's her name? I'm sorry. Go back to her. Allie. So, Allie, this is the thing, Allie. Mentioning my name on any Facebook group is not going to make you any friends. The way I look at it is this, though. If 90% of the people hate me. 10% of the people um, uh, uh, are going to um, like me. Like right now, a shitload of fucking hate is coming down on TikTok. We're getting all these TikTok experts to spread um, that bonker thing. Mm. Man, we've gotten so much TikTok um, followers this week. It's been incredible. And it does that works out on all of our social platforms. Like whatever social platforms does something gets shared on, all of our social platforms end up building a bigger audience. This is the way that hate works, guys. This is why I don't let hate bother me. It depends what it is. When people threaten my family, you're going to meet me at your front door. Um, I will come to your house, um, as I have the right to, because you've threatened my family. This is the thing. 90% of the people that are on your page are probably going to agree with you. 10% are going to go to my page and go, Hmm. You know what? This guy sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. And they join my page. So every time a hateful video goes out, with that goes, okay, put it this way, show of hands, leave it in the comments. 
who found me through a hateful comment? Who found me through a hateful video? We have people that go to our seminars at $4,000 a piece, some of our week-long seminars. They only found us through a hateful video. What was that one seminar? Two seminars ago, we had three people that all found me through the same hate video. Mm -hmm. That's $12,000. That doesn't mean I enjoy the hate, but that's why I find it comical. Mm -hmm. Also, it's a reflection of the person hating. So, but yeah, but those groups, man, people have got to understand. And you're in Texas too. You guys have got a wild boar problem. It's like people, and you guys have got a lot of ranches and you need perimeter protection dogs. Like Great Pyrenees are not like these cuddle bugs. Maybe they are for you, but man, they're working dogs. Next. True that. Um, Richard, four years ago, you helped me through a very energetic English pointer. I remember that. He's turned off leash now and all. He's great, but he's become scared of everything in the house. Ooh. He won't come into the kitchen where his water bowl is. He leans in and keeps his back feet in the other room on the carpet. Small huh. spaces and noises make him flee. Outside, he seems to me. Yeah, better. a lot of dogs. A lot of dogs do better. Do you live in um, LC, by the way? Do you live in LC? Um, a lot of dogs. Oh no, it couldn't have been because that's when I was on the road traveling, and this was that was longer than four years ago. Um, uh, um, so it's possible that something maybe crashed down in the kitchen, and the kitchen spooked them. Some pots and pans maybe crashed down. So what do you do? Leash on. Um, leash on. Bring the dog in and just sort of like flood him with guidance next serena said badass cat equals a really good punisher next yeah cats yeah you, you get a cat that does a quick swipe across a dog's face yeah but you gotta be careful they can freaking take their eye out yeah i remember i had this one dog scout i think its name was and uh we had a cat i wonder if it's the same cat we have now i think it was a different cat and uh this dog went up to sniff it this cat literally latched onto its face. Ooh. Cats are fucking nasty. Yeah, I know they are. Especially if they haven't been declawed. Mm -hmm. They're fucking nasty. Mm -hmm. Next. Hoku was at the dog park and saw a dog bully another dog for a ball that was not his. When challenged, the dog attacked the dog who initially had the ball. Is that resource guarding? No, that's aggression. That's aggression. Next. I mean... Where was the ball at the time? So dog. The dog stole the other dog's ball. And then when the other dog went to get his oh, ball back, oh, oh, okay. that dog attacked so, him. Theoretically, yes, the dog was resource guarding it. But that also goes even farther. The dog's an asshole. The dog's a major dick. He stole something and then beat up the person that he stole it from. That goes into like doggy dick land. Next. Andrea. Oh, that was just talking to somebody else. Pat, you answered one of my questions and you suggested e-collar corrections. He flattens to the ground. Should I ignore that? Yes, you should. Yeah, I don't expect dogs have to get corrected to enjoy it. Next. Um, J-Ron. Hey, J&J. A bit late, but active watching from work. <laughs> Gonna push these flights out. Nice, J-Ron. Watching from work. So, J-Ron, glad, nice. glad you're back to work. David, no, it's when she's just laying down, sometimes even immediately as she lies down. Oh, she growls. Oh, um, check for physical. See if there's anything physically wrong with the dog. Mm. Next. Julie said hello, Jeff and Joel. Oh, Julie, I hope your trip to uh, San Francisco. Hope your trip to New Orleans was awesome. It was great to see you. Hope you learned a lot. Love you, Julie. Shit. I keep getting bumped. Um, Melissa posted the link to our mastermind. So seminar. we have a mastermind. The first one is sold out. People actually yeah. want to learn shit from us. Weird. Could you it? imagine that? Mm. So one one week long, spending a week with us. That one is sold out in June. The October one sold two tickets to that today. Mm -hmm. So people are clamoring for that one. That one's going to sell out too. That's that's a week long of everything, not just dog training, but running your business, social media, how to deal with haters. Um, um, uh, we do a lot of um, uh, mental stuff, so a lot of personal growth. Um, we're going to get into all kinds of different, everything it takes to run a successful business. Are we doing an hour tonight? Yeah, tonight's an hour. Oh, it's seven. Oh, is it? Mm -hmm. uh, time to go. Okay. Time to go. Yeah, we only have to do an hour tonight because we've got alternative plans. And I apologize to everybody because normally we do an hour and a half. So I hope everyone's doing okay. Madly in love with you. 
We'll see everybody this weekend. We're in town next next Tuesday. We've got the Zoom room. If you are not part of our Patreon channel, I'm not saying this because I want you to spend ten bucks a month, but it's a pretty unique and special place. And the Patreon Zoom rooms are pretty unique and special special time as well. And love you guys. All right. Bye bye. Good night.